0: Welcome to Season 2 of The Blossoming Podcast with me, Florence Grace. I'm a blogger, presenter and content creator with a passion for helping others learn to love themselves and boosting their body confidence. Blossoming was founded by me so I could do just that. Via the newsletter, the podcast and the social media channels, I try to reach as many people as possible and guide them on their own self-love and body confidence journeys. Before we get going with today's episode, why not give us a follow on socials, at Blossoming UK, and then click the link in our bio to subscribe to our mailing list. I promise you won't regret it. Right, let's get into it and talk all things boosting your body confidence. It was going so well. It was going so well. There was me super proud of myself for producing a new episode every month and it lasted for three months and now it's been three months since the last episode. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Life is very, very busy right now. You know, obviously I have a child now. I've been doing lots of home improvements around the house, in our new house, and I started a new job. I went through an entire whole gruelling restructuring thing at work. Oh God, it's been awful. And to be honest, the months are going by so fast at the moment. I don't even know where time is going. I honestly thought I'd recorded one and then only missed one month. And then when I looked, it had been three months. So let me apologise like I always seem to have to do and say I'm so sorry. It's been so long since I've given you all a new episode of the podcast But I'm back, I'm here, I'm recording, and today is a good episode because we are talking about something that I love to talk about, which is boosting your body confidence. I thought this was quite a timely episode because Love Island has been on for a couple of weeks now. I think it's been on for about five, maybe six weeks now. Those of you who have followed me online for a few years may know my feelings about Love Island. You may have seen it on my blog or on my social media channels or wherever. I um, am uh, an infamous Love Island devil somewhat in the fact that I actively ran an anti-Love Island campaign, which did gain some traction online and was supported by ex-Islanders. And I have had this is no word of a lie, undercover journalists coming to me at my place of work, pretending to be interested in my area of work and genuinely wanting to know about it for an article which is normal for where I work um, and then actually wanting to find out about my opinion of Love Island. That is something that has happened before. So I am sort of notorious for hating Love Island all that it stands for just the premise of the show. I just don't like it. But this year I tuned in to Love Island for the first time and I am hooked. Oh my God. So let me be clear. The show is everything I've said it is in previous posts online and articles and whatnot it's toxic, it's trash, it's toxic, it's unhealthy, it's a horrible show, but my god, what is it about shows like this that are so addictive? I can't stop watching it, even though I know it's trash, but I actually think the reason that I have stayed watching it is because I enjoy the conversations that happen online about it, not the nasty conversations that slate how people look um, and say horrible things about the contestants, But just conversations about the show, there are such funny memes and funny tweets and I just enjoy understanding what they're about and getting involved with them. So I think that's why I like the show, I like watching it for the first time ever this year. Um, But I was still conflicted and funnily enough, one of my favourite girls in the world who I have suggested that you will follow multiple times in previous episodes, Molly Quirk, actually did a post about feeling this way, about watching the show and enjoying it but not supporting it or what it stands for and still understanding how problematic it is. It is actually quite complex, it really is for, you know, just the simple act of watching a TV show but the bottom line is you're allowed to enjoy some entertainment TV that provides some light relief from the stress of everyday life and still understand that it's problematic and still not engage with that problematic behaviour. If you're watching it and then you start having problematic thoughts and feelings about yourself, that's where you should draw the line and stop watching it. If you're watching it and you find yourself trolling the contestants online, that's when you should stop watching it. But if you can just watch it, take it as the light-hearted relief that it's intended to be, allegedly, and then just get on with your day, great, brilliant. That's great. And for me, that's what it is. It's lighthearted relief at the end of a long, long, long day of parenting, wishing that I was on holiday, wishing we weren't still in this weird pandemic, but not really in a pandemic because we're all free now, but we're not really, you know, it's just nice to watch and pretend that you're there on holiday as well and getting involved with all the drama, I think. But anyway, I've gone off on a massive tangent there. What I was trying to say was, I feel like today's episode about boosting your body confidence is quite timely because, as ever, Love Island is on TV and is raising all these insecurities in, well, women in particular, and is also, you know, encouraging people to start criticising their appearance because they don't look like, like the contestants. We're having more unreal, unrealistic beauty standards shoved down our throats via the people that have been selected to be on the show and so I thought now was a good a time as ever just to give a little refresher because this is something I've spoken about before but you know it's something that we should definitely keep talking about because we need reminders all the time and so today we're going to be talking about how you can boost your body confidence. As always I'd like to just put in a little trigger warning here I don't think I'm going to be talking about anything too contentious, but obviously the conversation is going to be surrounding bodies. So we might potentially be talking about weight. I don't particularly plan on discussing anything about eating disorders or anything too triggering like that. But if you do suffer from eating disorders or body image problems, then please, please, please make sure you're in a good headspace before you listen to this episode and before we really get into it just be aware that that is what the conversation is going to be about we're going to be talking about body image body confidence bodies generally so if that is a topic of conversation that you are not entirely comfortable listening to then please just tune out now and go back and listen to maybe another episode or wait for the next episode which i promise will be closer than three months away hopefully next month um as always as well I just want to issue a reminder that everything I say is my opinion and is based on my experience and the experiences of people around me that have shared their story with me and their experiences and allowed me to share nothing I say comes from a place of any sort of qualified background I am not a therapist or I don't have any qualifications in mental health or body image or diet or anything like that. I don't know anything, quotation marks, professional about this. It's all from my own personal experience, my own knowledge and things that I've lived through and have learned from. So yeah, I think that's it. There's your trigger warning and there's my disclaimer and that's all the serious stuff out of the way. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about how we can boost your body confidence if you have ever looked in the mirror and not liked what you saw looking back at you if you've ever looked in the mirror and thought god i wish i loved myself more or if you've ever compared yourself to someone who's shared a selfie online and thought they're so confident i wish i was that confident in my body put your hands up. And I'm sure everyone listening right now will have raised their hand because we have all felt that way at one point or another. Some of us might feel it more regularly than others. Some of us might feel it all the time. Some of us might feel it once a week or a couple times a month. And some of us might not feel it as often. Everyone is different. But the most important thing to remember is that when it comes to body confidence, on the good days and the bad days, you're not alone. For the last couple of years, body confidence has really been a super hot topic. Um, You know, we're seeing a lot of people talk about embracing your your flaws, embracing things that you're uncomfortable about with your body and trying to normalise normal bodies, you know, understanding that we aren't all size six Instagram models, you know. And more and more of us are beginning to fight back against the ridiculous standards that are set on us by society and by the media industry and more and more of us are fighting to sort of break that mold that we're constantly trapped in of having to look a certain way we are seeing slightly more representation in mainstream media nowadays when it comes to different bodies but only slightly and even then when we do get that representation of different bodies we still get such negative criticism and feedback from trolls online and members of the public who think that those bodies don't deserve to be there. So that shows that there is still a long, long way to go. However, there are more and more people online, not just influencers, but celebrities as well, and just normal day-to-day people that are dedicating their online space to body confidence learning to love themselves, showing their flaws. You've got celebrities like Molly May, a former Love Islander, going through the motions of undoing all the cosmetic procedures that she's had. So she's getting rid of all her fillers. She's had all her extensions taken out. She had her, I don't know what they were, were they veneers or the bonding that she'd have on her teeth. She had it all undone. So now she's got natural teeth, natural face, natural hair Obviously, it's made very easy by the fact that she is a very attractive, able-bodied white girl as it is without any cosmetic enhancements. So it is a lot easier for her. But it's good to see a celebrity sort of paving the way and showing that actually you don't need to succumb to the pressure of having all these cosmetic procedures that we constantly see these Instagram influences having and all the celebrities nowadays like the Kardashians having. So... There is a path being carved out by people online, encouraging people to embrace just who they are and just being themselves and also striving to help others feel better in the skin they're in. However, all that being said doesn't mean that being confident in your body is necessarily going to come easier to you because it's not easy for everyone and it's actually a bit more of a struggle for some people than just seeing someone online embracing some fat rolls or their acne or their stretch marks. Confidence in whatever form, be it body confidence or confidence in your work or in a relationship or anything else, is something that always needs to be worked on all the time. You can't just expect to be confident one day, you do have to work at it. And even if you are feeling confident one day, it doesn't mean that that feeling of confidence is going to last all of the time. So, it does need to be worked on. And I think when it comes to body confidence in particular, it's a really tricky issue to tackle, especially when you feel like you're facing it alone and you don't have any help from anyone or you don't know where to go for help. And it can be a little overwhelming to think about where you should even start. How can you feel better in your body and you just don't know where to start? But it's okay. Because like I keep saying, you're not alone. There are huge communities online dedicated to this sort of thing. And if you're still not sure where to look, well, honey, you're already in the right place because you're listening to this podcast episode. And it's all we're going to be talking about today is how you can boost your body confidence. You're probably thinking, who am I to to give you this advice and to help you? And yeah, okay, I don't blame you, I'm, I'm basically a nobody, but I do have a passion for learning to love yourself and being confident in your body. I have spoken about this in radio, in media, you know, press articles, all that sort of thing, and not that I would call myself an expert by any means at all, but I have been there and done that. I've cried in my appearance, at my appearance more times than I can even count. And whilst I would say that I'm very much body confident now, I still have my bad days because I'm only human. But for the most part, I look in the mirror and I enjoy what I see looking back at me. But it wasn't always this way. It was a long process. And I feel like after all I've been through over the last seven years now, I probably do have some advice that I feel people can learn from or can help people. So whilst I am a bit of a nobody and I am by no means an expert or a professional, I do feel like I have valuable advice and I really hope that it does help you if you feel like you're struggling too. So boosting your body confidence, where do you start? How do you do it? Part one, I would say, is about boosting your body confidence by determining What you don't like about yourself. Now, this might sound backwards because you know you're trying to boost your body confidence. You don't want to think about what you don't like about yourself, but you know it's an important thing to recognize what you consider to be a flaw in your body, but also why. So, when I say to you, tell me what you don't like about your body or about yourself, don't bullshit me by saying everything. Because I guarantee there will be at least one thing, if you think really hard, and that's all you need, one thing that you do like about yourself. And it could be something as simple and as small as the fact that you have strong nails that grow really well, or you have really nice thick hair, Um, or you really like the pattern of the pupils in your eyes, the little colours and patterns they might be really pretty to look at, it doesn't matter how small it is, there will be something that you like, find it. It could be bigger, it could be something more generic, like your waist, or your height, your skin tone, your freckles, whatever. But what you like isn't important at this point, because as long as you've got one thing in the back of your head that you like, great, Now I want you to focus on what you don't like, because it's what you don't like about yourself that's contributing to your body confidence issues. And what we want to do is to boost your body confidence. So we've got to try and tackle those issues that you're facing. We've got to try and get to the bottom of the things that you're saying you don't like about yourself. So write them down, make a list. And I don't want you to just write what you don't like I want you to write why you don't like it. Of course, this list can be as long as necessary, but try not to be too hard on yourself, okay? And always keep thinking about even just that one thing that you do like about yourself so you don't get lost in this whirlpool of negativity, okay? So once you've got this list of things that you don't like about yourself, I want you to do that cliche thing of destroying it. You can burn it safely, of course, in a safe, open space, adult present, if you are not an adult and you're listening. Um, Tear it to shreds, that's a lot safer. Screw it up in a ball and throw it in the bin. Whatever works for you, destroy it. I want you to imagine that by destroying this list, you're destroying your old mindset, your insecurities and your negative feelings towards yourself. They're in the bin or they're burnt up just like that horrible list is because it's time for a fresh start. It's time to have a blank mindset, a clean slate. We're starting from scratch. You are going to be confident in your body. Okay. So you've got it all off her chest. You've written down what you don't like and why. And that's it. It's gone now. Forget about it. It's done. Okay, it's not that simple, but I've got more tips to follow. So don't worry, I'm not just going to leave you there. So once you've done this, and you might guess what's coming next, I want you to write a list of what you do like about yourself. So even if it's one small thing, like I just said in the previous point, write it down. And you know, really focus on that. Try to have between three and five things minimum on the list. So you've got a nice little selection. If you're struggling to find anything, ask someone what they think your best attributes are. Ask them what they like best about you. And I know we're talking about body confidence, but it doesn't just have to be physical things. For example, if someone says to me, I don't know, you're so good at what you do, or that article you wrote was so well written, you're so talented, even though that's not about my physical appearance, I still feel really confident about the person I am. So don't worry if you're struggling to find enough physical attributes about yourself that you like, you can add things that aren't necessarily physical as well. Just try and get a nice little list of things that you like about yourself. And it might take you a day or two, maybe longer, to think about this. It doesn't have to be an instant thing that you can instantly write down 10 things you love about yourself. That's that's fine. It can take all the time you need. But just give yourself time to write a list of what you do like about yourself. Um, yeah. And once you've compiled your list, there's a couple of things that you can do with it. So you can stick it up next to a mirror that you use every day. So probably the one you brush your teeth in front of would be a good one, or if you do your makeup every day, a mirror there. Stick it next to the mirror and read the list out loud to yourself as many times as you feel like doing. Say it loudly, say it confidently, and say it with purpose. Claim your body and the things that you like about it or love about it. Don't doubt how much you like them, and, you know, sort of ask the mirror in in sort of like a, I like my eyes, you know, stand tall, look at yourself in the eyes, in the mirror and say, I love my eyes. That way, what you're speaking into, you're speaking into existence by saying it so boldly, so confidently. And it's a proven fact that the more you tell yourself something, the more you start to believe it, Yeah. So for a second, put it in reverse. Someone tells you over and over that you're bad at something. You believe it, right? If someone calls you fat once, twice, three times, you believe it. If someone calls you ugly once, twice, three times, you believe it. So, you know, tell yourself as many times as necessary. You love your eyes. You've got a great smile. You're so happy with the length of your hair. You love your freckles, whatever it is. Say it confidently and say it over and over every single day and eventually you will start to believe it that yes, you do love that about yourself because they are genuinely great features about you. Another thing you can do is carry the list around with you. So if you find that you have low points in the day relating to your body or, you know, like if you go into a changing room to try on an outfit in a shop and the size you thought would fit didn't and then you feel rubbish, you can just whip this list out of your bag and just take a second to read the list to yourself and just remind yourself of these great things about you, you know, and it will really, really help. You can say it out loud if you like, but you can just read it in your head so that no one else around you can hear you talking to yourself. It's completely up to you. But this is a really useful thing to do if you find that you suffer throughout the day at random points. It's nice to have that little list there as a reminder of all the best bits about you. Obviously, you can add to this list as much as you like as well. It doesn't have to remain fixed as it is. And I guess the idea is that as your body confidence is boosted, you will be adding things to this list over time. That is, that's great. We want this list to be as long as possible because we want you to love everything about yourself. But also, don't worry if you don't love everything. Like is enough. When trying to boost your body confidence, it is important to start small. No one's expecting you to love every aspect of your body straight away, least of all me. But if you can go from liking absolutely nothing to liking even just one small thing after trying some of these tips, then you're on the right track. And speaking of tips, let me give you a third one. Spend a lot of time naked. I am being so serious. People always laugh when I say this, but I am being so serious. Spend a lot of time naked. When I was at my lowest point in life, I spent a lot of time naked looking at myself in the mirror and pulling myself apart that made it initially quite a negative exercise because I really would just be pulling and tugging at the parts of myself I just didn't like, pinching the bits of skin that I would just cut off if I could to make my body look how I wanted it to look and wishing that my body was just made of Play-Doh so I could just mold it into the, the dream body that I had in my head. But, 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 something magical happened. The longer I looked at myself in the mirror, the more I began to admire all aspects of my body. I'd start sort of turning my body, trying to look at it from different angles. I'd pose in the mirror like I was at a photo shoot, just so I could admire all the different ways that my body was moving, could hold itself, the different shapes that it made And as a result, I began to fall in love with my body. I know that spending time with myself naked had a positive impact on my body confidence when I stopped being scared about nudity. So I never used to like looking at myself naked. I used to avoid looking at my naked body when I was younger i would only have sex in the dark or under a blanket i didn't want to be seen naked but the more time i spent looking at my naked body and getting to know it sort of recognizing it and becoming familiar with it the more i began to embrace it and the more confident i i would feel so before i would get changed in separate rooms to my friends or my partner you know lights off like i just said But nowadays I will literally be naked in front of whoever and I do not care because my body is amazing and I don't care who sees it, you know? And I was unsure to begin with if this was just specific to me, but having spoken to a lot of body confidence and body positive and self-love creators, I know that this is something that they all agree on, is that spending time naked is an excellent way to get to know your body get comfortable in your body and boost your body confidence. Because in the beginning, you won't like what you see. And, you know, you're, you'll look at yourself and you won't want to look at yourself. You'll want to look away. But if you force yourself to look at yourself every single day, you'll soon grow to like what you see. And actually, body image specialists As spoken about in a Channel 4 documentary called Naked Beach, did find a direct correlation between nudity and positive body image. So I feel this is probably one of the most important steps in your body confidence journey. Spend a little time every day just admiring your body in the mirror, completely naked, and it will really help you. Oh, and watch that documentary I just referenced, Naked Beach. It is incredible and will really help you overcome any fears you have about being nude in front of other people and just about your body generally. What else is there? Well, forget what you know about the word fat. Fat is one of the words we never want to be called. I don't think there is a word more powerful to upset a woman in particular than calling her fat. It's like the worst thing you can do and it will plague them forever and ever. Even if they lose weight, they will forever remember that comment of being called fat. What's important to do is forget what you know about the word fat. It's an adjective. That's all it is. It's a descriptor, just like being blonde, tanned, slim, curvy, tall, short, Fat is an adjective. That's all it is. So don't be scared of it. If if you're fat, so what? You're also a brunette, freckly, short. Sure. None of those words scare you. So why are you scared of the word fat? Well, we all know why. It's because of the connotations that society has paired with the word fat. No one actually cares about the word fat. They care about what comes with it they care about the negativity, about the negative connotations of being lazy, unmotivated, unemployed, greedy, the list goes on. People think that being fat is the worst thing you can be and it's just not. Anyone can be lazy, anyone can be unmotivated, unemployed, greedy, even a thin person. Being fat refers to your per- a person's weight, physical body shape, nothing else. Some people like to reclaim the word whilst others choose to shy away from it. Whichever option you choose to do, remember that it is just an adjective. And it means nothing, nothing about the person you are or the life you live. More importantly of all, there is nothing wrong with being fat. And don't let society tell you otherwise. Finally, being fat is very, very it's different for everyone. Some people think a size 12 is fat. They're wrong, but some people do. Some people think a 16 is fat. Some people don't think anything before 24 is fat, you know? So it's different for everyone. It's just a descriptive word. It means nothing else and you shouldn't be scared of it or upset by it. It's just an adjective and there is nothing wrong with being fat. So many of us refuse to feel confident because we think we're fat and being fat means that we're ugly, we must hate our bodies and we need to change according to a huge chunk of society but that is so wrong. If you're fat, you're fat and there's no need to change unless you want to and even then you should only do it for the right reasons but that's a whole nother subject. Relearning what it means to be fat is going to clear a massive mental block on your body confidence journey. Once you push past the negative connotations and forget about them and understand how wrong they are and just accept the word for what it is and that it's actually not a bad thing, you'll really be able to move forward when it comes to your body confidence. Remember, a word is only insulting if you're insulted by it. People can call you any name under the sun and it's only an insult if you let it be. More often than not, people just sound stupid saying you're fat when you turn around and say, yeah, I am. Talk about stating the obvious, you absolute douche packer. Don't be scared of fat. It's just a word to describe your body type. That's all it is. Finally, remember that you are more than your body. At the end of the day, there's more to life than our bodies, and we are so much more than our bodies. They change all the bloody time. They change with age, with wellness, puberty, hormones, general wear and tear, and a million other things, I'm sure. Bodies are designed to change over time. They are not designed to stay the same forever. It can seem like you've just begun to love your body, and then it changes, forcing you to deal with body confidence issues all over again. And that's why it's important to A, pursue body confidence every single day and B, remember that there's more to you than your body. Once you've learned this and remember it all the time, you'll stop thinking so much about your body or maybe stop thinking about it completely at all. And what will that mean? It means that you'll naturally be more body confident because you don't care so much about what you look like and you're just confident being you. If you're not thinking about something, you're not worrying about it and you're not stressing about it, you're instantly going to be happier. And, you know, the same applies for body confidence. You will be happier and feel more body confident if you're not stressing about your body all of the time. So stop pinning your entire worth on your body, okay? And there you have it. There's some top tips from me to you about how you can boost your body confidence. Just like Anything in life, like I always say, it's not going to be easy, starting from scratch and trying to boost your body confidence. It takes practice, dedication and patience and it will be time consuming, but it will always be worth it. Just take these stages that I've spoken about today, just take them one at a time, slow and steady. And if you feel like you're failing or struggling, failing in quotation marks, by the way, you cannot fail on a body confidence journey. But if you feel like you're failing or struggling, step back, take a break and forget about it. You're literally trying to change a mindset that you have probably had your entire life. That is going to require a lot of energy, a lot of time, and it's going to be difficult. It will probably feel really draining. It will probably feel impossible at times. And, you know, that's totally normal and fine. Just remember that you're not alone and you will get there one day. It's taken me seven years and I still have bad days because I'm human and because my body changes all the time. It's totally normal. I hope you found some of these tips really useful and I would love to hear any tips that you have for boosting your own body confidence. Feel free to share them with us on social media at Blossoming UK because I would love to hear them. Like I said, I really hope this has been a useful episode. I hope that you found it helpful And if you're struggling with your body confidence journeys, then please, please, please slide into my DMs or slide into the blossoming DMs. Let's chat. I'll help you out. I'm more than happy to because everyone deserves to feel happy and comfortable in the skin they're in. That's all from me and I'll speak to you next time. I promise that it won't be such a long wait. It really, really won't be. Speak to you next time. Bye. been listening to the blossoming podcast with me florence grace don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening from and give us a follow on socials at blossoming uk see you next time